Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And ooh, yuck, we got a yucky one today. (laughs) I just need you to know I did not know we were doing what we are doing today, and I'm not happy about it. I'm so sorry. I'm like dreading it now. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. You're not. You're not gonna <laughs> like it. There's a zero percent chance either of you are gonna <laughs> like it. Cool. <laughs> it's so scary. Cool. I love to spend my weekends this way. No, I actually do. I actually do love it. I, actually I do. do. I do too. <laughs> I do too. But yeah, I have a lot to say about these movies, multiple. But before we get into them, we've got. A touch of haunted housekeeping. Just a little touch. <laughs> we actually have a little more than usual, so let's handful. Uh, a handful. <laughs> uh, handshake. We got a handshakes amount mm-hmm. of haunted housekeeping, and that is. We'll start. Start with the most exciting one, which is we have another live show coming up. Another online live show. It will be Saturday, February eleventh at. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And as usual, it will be available as a video for anybody who gets tickets but can't watch at that exact time for a week after one week, one week after Mm -hmm. we are Mm -hmm. going to be we put a poll for you guys on our Instagram about what movie you wanted us to recap of a new release. And you have picked Knock at the cabin. Oh, I'm excited Yay. for it. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Sh- Who knows? Who it's knows? Lost to time, no one will ever there's know. No, there's actually no to way to know. Night. What's crazy is there's no oh, way to know. Yeah, there's it's Night's no new movie. Um, <laughs> very excited about recapping that one for you all. Um, so tickets uh, are available at moment.co/tsdw. We'll also have it linked on our social media just instagram i don't think you maybe i'll i'll tweet about it but you can find it on our instagram <laughs> i'm so excited it's gonna be so fun i'm very excited and uh we are now going to also give patrons 20 percent off tickets to our live virtual shows so if you're a patron make sure you um purchase the tickets through that patron only link Yes, I haven't set be... it up yet, so I don't know exactly where it will be, but we'll we tell will you. let Check you Patreon, know. I'll, be, yeah, I'll post it on Patreon. And if you're not a patron and you'd like to become one, that's patreon.com slash TSDW podcast. 
And uh, the last bit of haunted housekeeping is that we are going to end our merch sales at the end of January. So this is your last chance these next two weeks here to get in your merch purchases, merch purchases, purchase merch. And they may come back in the future, but um, just in case, you know, why not be safe and get them why now? Why not be safe? <laughs> you don't want to be kicking yourself later. <laughs> yeah, perch your merch, everybody. <laughs> perch your merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ella talking did a great design on it. We truly love it. Um, but that's going to be that for now. So, perch your merch. Perch your merch. And join the Patreon if you want discounts to live shows and other cool stuff like that. Um, but okay, did anything scary happen to us this week, you guys? Just I wanted to tell you guys that I joined a gym. Did I tell you that? Oh I my joined god, a gym? no, no. All right, so I joined the gym that's across the street from my office. It's literally hop, skip it, a jump it away. I have oh no my god, and you're exactly hopping and skipping and jumping there for the extra one hop. One skip, <laughs> one jump. And how different exercise. a hop is different than a jump. A hop is Ooh. like um, a smaller cuter? jump. I think yeah, hop, hop is like. I would say hop. Mm, I don't know. Were if you this about is to say true. hop is two feet? Yes, I was. I, I, had, <laughs> I had the same. Time. I was like, <laughs> no, but you so jump with two mind. feet too. But I think you could jump with one foot. You could like if you leapt forward, leading with one foot, that could be a jump. A hop, I think, has to be two feet. Okay, but I, I hear you. But what about hopscotch? <laughs> Where the whole point is. Hopscotch has some yeah. jumps in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not called jump Right, scotch. you can hop with one foot when you're doing jump rope. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's right. even more confusing. You're play- doing oh, hopscotch jumping, with jump rope. Because that's jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> we may never know. Man, the English language, I don't think I'll ever get my arms around it. <laughs> no, I'm never going to get my arms around the English language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you joined the gym. Wow. Wow. Another thing I'll never get my arms around, which is the gym. So I've been, <laughs> you guys, I've been to the gym maybe five times since I joined. Holy shit. That's a lot of times. Okay. Two out of those five times I actually exercised. Okay. Five out of those five times I just used the shower. Mm. <laughs> so it's a shower I'm, membership. It's literally, I'm paying so much money a month to be able to shower whenever I want to. Honestly, worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Like trying to get out of the house, being so busy, not having to worry, being able to like sleep for an extra 15 minutes instead of having to get in the shower. I get in the shower right before when I get to work. I just get in the shower. That's so interesting. It's the same amount of time before, or are you just 15 minutes later to work? I'm just 15 minutes later to work. Oh, perfect. 150 million percent. I'm just later to oh, work. Great. But, but like, like you could do that at home, too, if you wanted. No, no, no. But when you have a baby, you have to, like, get the baby to a certain place in uh-huh. time. You know, now here's so the here we that's go. That's the thing. And so and also showering with a baby around is tricky. An 18 month year old. I have showered with Silas, like lock him in the bathroom while I'm showering. And he's like usually delightfully confused but it's definitely not not a stressful situation sure so this is just like i get to have a luxurious shower <gasps> in the gym by myself okay honestly nothing could be a gym membership i'm like eh. but a shower membership a stress-free shower <laughs> membership is like that sounds amazing i'm so happy for you 
So I did it the other day. One day was this Thursday and showered, got to work, hopped on my big team call sitting there on the Zoom. Someone pinged me over Slack and they they were like, hey, just want to let you know your hair looks great today. (laughs) Can you even believe? Can you even believe I got a Slack compliment just from sitting there in my team Zoom meeting with my hair all aglow? It was the calm of the show. It was the I I bet you were glowing because you felt great. Also, because at home, I don't like really blow dry my hair unless I absolutely have to. But at the gym, you know, it's to blow dry my hair. Why not? Oh, my God. We get to dry hair when I leave. Anyway, so this is changing my life one step at a time. Next step is to actually exercise. So I'm going to do that, too. I think that will help also. I was worried when I when I revealed that I really couldn't touch my toes. I felt like you guys were concerned for my longevity and my health. So I'm going to fix that in 2023. For our I like that. I, I do think. Yeah. I mean, I do think you should stretch. <laughs> Perhaps this becomes a stretch and shower membership. You know, I think if, even if that's all that it is, it, you link them in your brain. You know, when you go to the gym, you go to shower, you go walk, you get a stretch in while I'm here. You know, just and, touch those toes. Okay. And if you exercise, great. Who cares? You know, that's a that's a bonus. But if you stretch and you shower, I think that's a great, great thing. Mm-hmm. OK, I feel good about that. Happy for you, Hen. Thanks. Can you guys tell me about you? How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I had my first full week of my new school quarter this week. And it was definitely a little bit scary getting back in to the swing of school and this quarter is is a lot I'm I'm taking a lot of classes and it's very very computer heavy like all Mm. even though I'm in a like practical program like design and product development it they do it all on computers now (laughs) you know Mm. um Mm -hmm. and so all my like design classes are Mm. on computers and it's a lot of staring at a computer. Simi, you can relate. You you do this. You do this for your job, and I have not Sucks. figured it out yet how to how to do I it. I feel like I also feel like Emily. You like more tactile, really do things. I you really don't like do. the computer in that way. So like the actual, yeah. you know, the career will have a, a mix of both. But like because I'm you know focusing on the class that I'm in, um, and, and just all worked out this quarter. It's all very computer heavy. So like I was, I had told you guys about this this week. I was working on a a mood board type like a visual uh, it was basically a research project that i had to like compile into boards in in design which is a program i just learned how to use and it okay the assignment said it was like this will probably take you about nine hours which looking at that i was like fuck that's a long time and then i think i probably spent like 25 hours on it i could not it's like the kind of thing where because it's endless options you're like on the internet just like looking at everything you can source 10 million images and then you can be like well where do i put them and do i want this one with this one and what size should they be should it be like this should be like it's the exact perfect thing for my brain to fully fixate on and I did in a crazy way. In the first day that I worked on it, I think I sat down and didn't get up for like nine hours. Oh, that always makes me feel so bad. I know this feeling well. Felt I know. I felt terrible. I, at the end of the day, I was like, why do I feel so crazy? One of my eyes was twitching. I was like, mm-hmm. I felt completely deranged and like not a human. And I, and it, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I, I have to figure this out. I can't go on like this. 
This is like basically all of my therapy sessions are about this. <laughs> yes, yeah, like it's, it's how do really I live cra- my I life about you. with my current job? Yes, I thought about you instantly because I was like, this is a cra- this is like not. I set alarms in my phone every like half hour or so that are just reminders to get up and walk around and have to really force myself to do it. And it sucks because when you get into a creative kind of flow state, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, you want to part of that feels good. And part of that is giving you endorphins in a way. Yeah, but in in kind of still an unpleasant way. I don't know how to describe it. I I was telling. (laughs) So Joel also. um uh, I was going to say forced um, requested out of love that I take breaks yeah. <laughs> and set alarms. And, and because he's working from home, he would come out and be like, have you taken a break? <laughs> like, <laughs> Have you eaten? Um, yeah. Because it's also like, I sort of do love it. Like I get tunnel vision mm-hmm. in a way that is like, it works for me, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. But then it's like, well, you're going to pay that. You're going to pay that piper yeah, afterwards. You're feel like shit at the end of the day. And so, yeah, I that so the next day that I sat down to work on it, I did. I set alarms. I I had to like get up. It's also not helpful that it's raining. It's been ra- so rainy, so it's like I can't go for a walk. But anyway, I just it's I'm got have to like figure out how to do this because I'm gonna lose my mind and it's only been a week. But I thought about you and I know you have tools, Sammy, and I I I need to use your advice. No, I mean, I'm I can't say I've gotten it to a great place though so yeah, it's hard, don't get man. your hopes too high <laughs> okay I'll, I'll set them low it's important though to even just like look not at the screen for even yeah. if it's 20 seconds or so there's some I think it's either it's called something like the 2020 20 rule where f- every 20 minutes you have to look 20 feet into the distance for 20 seconds because it's bad for your eyes to be focused at such a close distance for so long so just changing wow. the depth of your what your eyes are focusing on mm-hmm. regularly is that's really smart important for your eye health. I am I have my little my so I make I have glasses that are like blue light blocking and they're they are supposed to do something about like focus on screens. But I so I that first day I wore them all day and when I felt completely insane I was talking to Joel and I was like I wore my glasses and he was like that's not you can't it, that doesn't make it not crazy <laughs> to stare at a screen for nine hours straight. So, yeah, there needs to be more more being done. And I will look up that that rule. And I'm, you know, set alarms if people who work uh, on computers have advice. I'd love to hear it. Um, But anyway, I got an I got a 100 (gasps) percent. Hell yeah. She got an Which reinforces bad I was going to say, this is my problem as well, because I'm also, yeah, like a perfectionist. And so I really. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just. When you work yourself too hard and are then rewarded for it, I guess that's kind of that's all capitalism. That's what I was trying to say. Well, and also there they haven't given us any tools on how to be healthy in this world at all. Right. Because nobody knows. I don't know. But it's like it's like, oh, you sat down and you worked your computer for nine hours. Uh, You're productive. Good. Good job. It doesn't matter that you feel like shit. You know, all that matters is that you worked. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like do it again tomorrow. So depressing. Yeah. yeah, our backs are all going to be crooked. Oh, fuck. I wasn't even thinking about my back. <laughs> well, okay. I guess I'll say that I have started, I bought what's called a TENS machine, T-E-N-S. Now I can't remember what it's called, what it stands for, but it's basically something they use at the chiropractor 
I'm sure at other mm. places as well, but it's just those little pads that they put on you that <gasps> send yes. little, little electrical currents through you. And it like makes you sit up. I've seen these. It's called like stim- stimine, right? Perhaps Maybe I've not. associated stimming with an ADHD term, but I don't even know oh, what it means like then. Where you're sorry just ignore me no I remember I used to have to get this on my calves because I had such bad um shin splints yeah it helps with pain pain management it's something to do with well I think it has a lot of different purposes so I've been doing it on the inner ear so it's electrocuting (gasps) the tragus which is supposed to stimulate your vagus nerve which don't get me started on the vagus nerve you love the vagus (laughs) nerve I would love to get you I think you have gotten started oh god it's just I mean all of this stuff similar to what we were just describing it's like it brings me endorphins in equal parts as it brings me stress all things that are health related it's like there's something very exciting about finding a new tool to manage health things that could be good Mm -hmm. but then it just also drives this anxiety of like well the reason I'm doing this is because my body is falling apart and Mm -hmm. I'm dying (laughs) and so I can't. Yeah, and then do you ever convince yourself that like once you discover a new thing, you're like, oh, great, I've got this. And then if you like then you start to feel like I can't live without this thing. If I don't do this, Mm. then I'm dead. Yeah. Like I do that a lot with skincare. If I discover a new like serum or something that I like, I'm like, oh, great. I love this. I'll use this every day. And then I'm like, if I run out, I'll instantly age and be disgusting. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, you weren't using it before. Like, it's not. But it's just really. Yep, it's tough. It's, it's fucking tough. hard. Life is so hard. It's Life so is so hard. <laughs> um, but I'm enjoying the tens. I'm enjo- enjoying the tens thing. Great. It's kind okay. of fun. And you know what? Maybe we just need to start reframing how we, yeah, we think do. about these things. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy the tens. We're gonna enjoy the shower. Oh yeah. We're gonna um, to, you know, to t- walk. Around walk, walk the in house, the rain. <laughs> we can walk. Mm-hmm. You know, walk, we in, can the walk rain. in the rain. We can walk in the rain. You know, we can it's, the rain from... it's fine. You know what's going to make us feel better? No <laughs> liar, liar. <laughs> Guys, I almost forgot all of our problems. Uh, I was really hoping we could just kidding. keep chatting. We could just keep chatting. I know, and that's it. But I guess I we're here to do a job. Been really dragging our feet. But oh uh, yeah, I have some bad news, and that is Ugh. that. This week's movie, we're doing two, Terrifier and Terrifier 2. I'm going to zoom through Terrifier. Okay. And we're going to mainly focus on Terrifier 2. This is because this was a patron chosen episode, which we are going to start doing once a month. We're going to have a patron chosen episode. Uh, I posted a poll of eight movies. They picked Terrifier. But in the comments, everyone said, please do Terrifier 2 instead. And after watching Terrifier... I thought there once we do this, there's no fucking way Emily and Henley are gonna let us do another one. So we gotta squeeze them both <laughs> into one. Damn it. <laughs> we gotta do once. Okay, but listen, I did a fucking double feature of these last night. I know oh you're really I'm so impressed by you. hell. The first oh, one no. the first one, an hour and twenty, thankfully. Second one, oh. two hours and twenty minutes. This fucking no. guy. You I, were watched, I watched these for four hours. Four hours <laughs> watching these movies? Yeah. Last night? Yeah, last night. That's what I did. Okay, so talk about being a perfectionist. Someone. <laughs> yes, it's true. I need to go above and beyond. <laughs> oh my God, so, Sammy. Yeah. I'm having a horrible, horrible time. Sammy, no. Okay, it's 3.20 p.m. Should I text him and tell him to bring me a tequila <laughs> soda right now? <laughs> 
<laughs> Possibly. I'm going to text him and say, can you bring me an alcoholic beverage? And he's going to be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, you know what, Sammy? Let's fucking go. You yeah. did. A, you did. You've done an act of service and we ne- need to honor that. We're going to get it done and then we're never going to have to do it again. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's the spirit. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe this. I, I'm glad I didn't know. I'm glad I didn't know because I would have spent. You would have dreaded it. Past 24 hours ruminating on this. But instead, we're just diving in. I, head did, first, I did you a no kindness. Time to ruminate. No. It was such a kindness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, I'll tell you that both films are written and directed by Damien Leone. Joining the ranks of Eli Roth and the director of the sadness, can't remember his name. Uh, uh, I bet uh, they're uh, all uh, three no. fucking best friends. <laughs> oh no, are they really? No, but I, I mean, I, uh, I bet they, I they, bet they, they are. are. Rob Jabaz, Rob Jabaz, Rob Jabaz, Rob Jabaz. <laughs> Thank God fucking you remember that. Rob Jabaz. Eli Roth, I like. I've said before, I, I like his he work with sharks. He, I like his work with sharks, so I bet he does have a good side. <laughs> I'm not so sure on these other two. Okay, well, let's fucking do it. I'm still putting it off. <laughs> These are the fourth and fifth films featuring Art the Clown. This is a, a clown movie. <laughs> oh my God. How do you guys feel about clowns? I know you love Pennywise. <laughs> I love Pennywise. And honestly, Art, this is Art the Clown. I said that already. Uh, yeah, he, he has his moments. He's 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 funny too sometimes, but he's not as hot. <laughs> 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 and thank God because if he was hot, I would be uh, stressed. Oh God, I f- I feel fine about clowns. I mean, I don't like it when they're creepy, but I, uh, the concept of clowns doesn't bother me. I feel the same, same way. Same I'm the same boat. Yeah. Uh, the previous films are two short films and one mm. feature length where he was. A more of a side character, I think. So I, I'm thinking of it kind of as the nun, basically, type of thing. Right. Where he's, okay. These are now his first big movies, big movies, movies where he is the main character. <laughs> he's the star. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And in the three previous ones, Art the Clown was played by Michael Janelli, and he decided not to reprise his role due to how long it would take to apply the heavy prosthetics and makeup. And so now it is David Howard Thornton, who we, by the way, have a cameo from that a listener sent us a long time ago. William, thank you so much for sending it. So I'll have to send it to you guys afterwards and maybe we can post it. Ooh. We have Art the Clown saying our our names coming out of his lips. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <gasps> I don't like that. I think he's actually pretty good in this. I'm not mad at David Howard Thornton. I'm mad at sure. Damien Leone. I feel like these kind of movies are, in a way, why we started the podcast. Because <laughs> I feel like horror bros can't be the main voices in the horror world. We've got to drown them yeah. out. We've mm-hmm. got to drown them out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I think... What I will do is just go through Terrifier 1 so incredibly quickly. Great. And we're not watching the trailers for either of these, We'll watch right? the trailer for Twitter. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. 
Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Number two, but we'll watch it after Terrifier 1. All right, let's blow through it. Okay, so it starts with an interview, a televised interview with the only surviving victim of the Miles County Massacre. We see her face is horribly disfigured, Mm. and Mm. she is talking to the reporter about how, you know, it's really hard. Children are scared of her. She sometimes wishes she had died. It's really um, upsetting. And then we see the reporter after the interview making fun of her and calling her ugly (laughs) and being like, can you believe how ugly she was? Which is just... um, What? I don't think that anybody would ever do that. I don't think anybody would ever do that. So then the... The surviving victim woman happens to be in her dressing room overhearing this and comes out of the shadows and mauls her and basically rips her face off in uh, anger. (sighs) Okay. I mean, that's what women are like. Yes. This is is written by a man who knows women. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to discover more because I love the tone we're setting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Just you wait. Oh, my God. That's the first thing that happens. God damn it. We have a... Yeah, okay. We don't need to break it down. We, we simply can't. We have a mountain to climb um, here. Yeah, we, yeah we, are at, we are at the base of the mountain. We need to keep going. We got to put one foot in front of the other here, folks. A hop, skip, and a jump up this <laughs> So then we cut to two women 
or girls. I don't I think they might supposed to be high school. They're either high school or college, college aged. It's Halloween night. They're in costume and they see uh, Art the Clown and he carries around a trash bag, a big garbage bag full of shit like Santa, but probably worse. I'll describe him a little bit. He does not speak. He is mime like in behavior. Mm. He has big nasty teeth and mm. he wears all black and white and has a little tiny little top hat on his head. <laughs> oh, well, that's fun. He's a okay, bit fun. Okay. Sometimes he's fun. I got to give him credit. He does make me laugh every once in a while by doing <laughs> okay. a silly little thing because he's he's doing he's clowning and he's having fun. Uh, David he Howard, loves, he loves his work. He loves what he does. Mm-hmm. And David Howard Thornton apparently was a mime at one point. So he's pretty oh. good at it. <laughs> Uh, one of the girls that sees him is immediately terrified and the other one is kind of drunk and laughing and asking him to take a picture with him type of thing. And the one that is immediately scared by him, I think her name is Tara and they both go into a pizza place to, they need to Mm, sober up before driving. They were like trying to get into the car, but the other girl was too drunk to drive. So now they're going into the pizza place, going to get some pizza so they can sober up so they can drive. Clown comes and sits at the booth next to them or across from them and just stares at Tara mm. with a huge smile on his face. <gasps> no. And uh, yeah, he's awful. <laughs> and they... Uh, eventually they eat the pizza, they leave. He just stares at them, uh, basically unblinking the whole time. Mm. They leave, they go back to the car, and their tires have been slashed. We saw oh, that God. Art did see them trying to get into the car earlier. So Tara says, what if that guy slashed our tires? The other girl, her name's Dawn. Dawn says, oh, that's, don't be ridiculous. Why would he do that? Well, somebody did. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> What? <laughs> So they can't drive. So they get in the car and Tara calls her sister, Victoria, to come pick them up, gives them gives her the location and then says, I have to pee really bad. So I'm I don't want to go back into the pizza place. because I think the clown is still in there. I don't like that guy. So she sees a guy standing outside of an apartment building and he, he looks like a. Oh my God, Tim just scared me so bad. It's <laughs> really scared me. That scared oh the shit out of me. Oh Tim my God. Just a man just appeared. Me. A man just appeared. It was very scary. <laughs> Tim, you scared them so bad. He brought me, he brought me a glass that just has literally just alcohol in it. That is Perfect. very cute and Perfect. very funny. <laughs> so... She, this guy standing outside the apartment building looks to be a exterminator. Tara goes to the exterminator to ask if she can go inside to use the bathroom. He lets her in. The place is disgusting. Henley's nightmare, fluorescent lighting, obviously infested with bugs. And no, he says it's rats, but it looks like an almost abandoned building. But I think people do. There's one woman that lives there. I don't know. Let's let's say she goes in there to pee. 
she goes in there to pee. He says he's about to bomb it. He hasn't bombed it yet. And so I guess everybody's gone because there he's about to do the extermination. That makes sense. <laughs> Not worth it. Hold it, girl. There is no Hold universe it. where she goes in there no, to pee. No, Just pee she next like to the car. She like closes the door behind her. Hell no. Hell no. That's no. N- no, you'd pee outside or you'd fucking hold it. No, yeah. certainly yeah. not. She's the one who's like the clown slit her tires. Yeah, she's this. This yeah. presented as the more <laughs> she's like, like no. okay, well, I'll go in this warehouse instead. The, I think the guy who's right there slashed our tires. We're just going to hang out and I'm going to walk a- away. No, no. Sorry, we have to get to the top of the mountain. <laughs> We're so far away. <laughs> Dawn oh. is sitting in the car by herself, listening to live local news like all young women do. <laughs> mm, it's Halloween night, baby. Let's have some fun. <laughs> and she hears on the radio that there has just been a murder in the pizza place that they were just in. And then we cut to seeing inside that pizza place and Art is murdering everybody in there. They're saying on the news as it's happening. Yes, they're like, it's this just in, which is also not a thing that happens. Are the cops there? Not yet. How does this news get so calling from the back? How they don't call the police. I just need to call why the live isn't she local doing news something about first. it? I guess it's someone they said someone saw Art leaving the building. So it must be like directly afterwards. Still not how it works. News works. No. But you know, it does in this universe. And sure. so yeah, okay. she hears it and she, for the first time, starts to feel scared. I can't really remember what's interesting about those murders. I will say the gore in these movies is very good. You guys would not like it, but mm. it looks, I think it looks great. And it really, it really goes there. Okay. <laughs> oh, times. Oh, man. In a way that I do like, but blended with the tone and you know everything else going on in this movie it's not as fun to watch (laughs) yeah so i don't know he probably decapitates them and so we see dawn in the car getting creeped out hear the car door open she says thank god you're back you're never gonna believe what i just heard on the live local news uh and of course it is art the clown and we cut we cut away and we go back inside to Tara. She is getting turned around in this building, very creepy <sighs> building. And because the exterminator guy has now gone upstairs, who's put on some headphones, blasting some music so he can't hear her anymore. And she's wandering around downstairs and eventually has some sort of run in with art. And she fights back pretty good and she gets some good hits in I think but ultimately he is able to inject her with something that knocks her out mm. and he wakes her up she is tied to a chair no. and he Ugh. is doing this all in a very clowny type way big smile on his face kind of jumping around like like he's excited you're not going to believe Ew. what I have to show you and he rips a curtain down from the wall and behind the curtain is Dawn naked <sighs> upside down spread eagle oh, oh my god, my god. Oh, my god. And, oh my god <laughs> no oh you're not going to like it but <laughs> oh, no. That said, I think this is the worst thing that happens in either film. So 
Great. We're getting it over with. He has a hacksaw and he rips her underwear off and starts out of vagina and saws her in half. Hot dog (gasps) style. This is hot dog style. What? And she's alive? She's alive for way too long. Way longer (gasps) than is humanly possible. She would have absolutely died within the first like five seconds of this happening oh. from blood loss there's so much blood or like she's alive until he's at out. her like heart it's like you would not survive being cut in no half way from crotch oh. to heart <laughs> like that's just <laughs> to heart. you'd be dead way ah. before that um and so tara sees all this and fuck, is screaming fuck. and is able to break the chair that she is taped to and gets away and there's another woman we've seen once or twice in the building that I don't know if she's a homeless woman or she she has holding a toy like a baby doll and talking about how it's her baby it's her baby and so she's having a delusion that this is actually her baby and we see this woman at some point also I think as Art is trying to chase Tara, he finds her and takes the baby from her and is cradling the baby. And she's crying like, please give me back my baby. And she's has like an opportunity to run away. But instead, she goes back to save her baby. And God, women are so fucking stupid. <laughs> OK, OK. <laughs> OK, thank God this is a, not a real baby. And nonetheless, it's very sad. Also. We are getting shots of Tara's sister, Victoria, who is now arriving basically at Great. the place. Really cool. Looking for her sister. <laughs> Great. And um, is this blowing through Terrifier? I just I have to ask, you know, is this the definition of blowing through this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like maybe um... we're, we're almost done. We are. Mm-hmm. OK, I, I think I'm going through pretty quick. Okay. <laughs> so she, no, Victoria arrives. She comes in and she sees Sod in half uh, Dawn. And so obviously. She enters the apartment building? I think she's able to get in through the back because some gate was open or something. He, Art the Clown okay. was texting her. I'm skipping some details here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, who cares? Blow through. Yeah, it. so she gets in and uh, seized on and is looking for Tara and oh meanwhile we've also seen after or no I think it must have been before the other woman he he does kill Tara he finds Tara and mm. it seems like she's gonna fucking beat him but she loves doing the thing where she stabs him once and then runs away like each time she oh. gets an upper hand she'll do one take one, one shot and then run and it's like no we need to be stabbing him Finish the job. as much as humanly possible. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Tara's dead. He ends up shooting her in the face. These are all very drawn out kill scenes, obviously very gory. And <sighs> so Victoria arrives and finds what looks like a woman's body face down on the floor and a bloody corpse next to it, like a few feet away from it. And she, the, the, um, corpse has brown hair. So does Tara. So she's like, Tara, Tara, Tara. (sighs) And goes to try to lift 
the person up and it is Art the Clown who is now naked wearing the woman's scalp and hair and breasts and we see the corpse has the breasts cut off and is scalped and he's now chasing Victoria. Wait, but he was naked? Yeah, he's naked. He's naked. Okay. She thought it was her sister. <laughs> Sorry, just this a big naked clown, and she thought it was her sister's body. It, there might have been a blanket over him. I can't remember, but okay, I hope so. <laughs> I know she's dead, but I'd be so offended <laughs> if, I, if, if it was a, a big naked clown with just my hair, and you guys thought it was me. I'd be like, what? The Fuck. <laughs> How could you think that was me? <laughs> he gets changed. He gets his clown costume back on at some point and he does some fun. I wrote he does some fun clown stuff in this chase scene where he gets on his tricycle at one point and he's like laughing and following her on the tricycle. <laughs> he's got a little clown horn that he honks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I guess I just did, I enjoy the clown humor. Yeah. Uh, they do have some confrontation where she's able to poke one of his eyes out. Oh, no. Pretty good. Okay. That's pretty good. But that's great. again, I think then just like runs away, tries to make a run for it. There's a part where she eyeballs the front door, which has three thick chains and padlocks on it. She stares at it for a second and then she just gives away her position and runs at it screaming and starts like shaking the locks. <laughs> it's like, bitch, you saw that those were all those look so locked, so unbelievably and locked. <laughs> Why did you scream? Yeah. Why would you? Oh, my God. Um, somewhere in here. Oh, the exterminator. He got murdered along the way. And okay. he I was wondering about him. He. Before he got murdered, did call the police. So now the cops are on their way during this final showdown between Victoria and Art. And she is screaming at that padlocked (laughs) door. And then as we hear sirens approaching, Art is in a truck, in the exterminator's truck, and mows her over with the car and Mm -hmm. hits her. Or yeah, I said that. <laughs> no, he just mows her over. Just, and then tr- circled back and hit her again. <laughs> just the once. He gets out of the car and he starts eating her face. Ripping what? her face off and eating it. So he's a cannibal. He's a cannibal clown. I guess so. It's not, they don't go, go too hard on the cannibalism. Just a touch here and there. Uh, she's going to be the new disfigured girl. Yeah. Or is she... That disfigured. Oh, she's the first disfigured girl. So the cops walk in. They say, put your hands up. And he pulls a gun out of his like shoe, basically. And before they can arrest him, he shoots himself in the head. Brains explode all out the back of his head. And they zip him up. They uh, say, oh, my God, the woman is still alive. And take her to the hospital. But the coroner, for some reason, sets up some sort of, I don't know, room to look at the bodies in this apartment building, which I don't think would happen. But uh, as he is going to unzip Art's body bag, 
He unzips it and Art is just staring at him with a huge smile on his face, which was pretty creepy. That did get me pretty good. Yeah, that's scary. And he's completely still just smiling, staring at the coroner. And then he was it like some sort of clown? It was a freaking clown trick. And he's still alive and he grabs the corner by the throat, kills him, see him get away, disappear into the night. And then we go to the hospital and we see that, yes, Victoria is the woman from the beginning. And we see her face and how um, and for some reason, the last line of this movie is they're saying how she's in good spirits, all, all things considered. And as she's leaving the hospital they say good luck with your interview tomorrow and that's the last line of the movie and there's no interview in the in the following one (laughs) i just really was like very confused by that but but i guess it's the interview from the beginning oh okay okay stupid they wouldn't I love imagining this is a job interview. Oh my god, I really was. I was okay. I'm the stupid one. I'm the stupid one because I really was like, why would she go to a job interview immediately after having facial reconstructive surgery? I Girls gotta pay for health insurance I in mean, this country. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be fucking expensive. Yeah. Okay. All right. My number one question is: Art the clown like supernatural, or is he just like a really fucked up human? Is he like Great a question. clown by birth? i think in terrifier one he is supposed to be just a a person in terrifier two things get supernatural so i guess you could make the argument that he's supernatural in both but yeah okay terrifier two gets fully supernatural in a way that i wasn't expecting and in a way that i didn't like (laughs) oh great okay oof oof gross it's just gross yeah it's just a gross movie. Yeah. Yeah, real real bummer. Really not liking, really not liking. Okay. Um, this is weird, but at first I really didn't want to watch the trailers for these movies, but now I kind of want to. What happened? What is that? Your descript I just got really curious. Mm. I got really curious hearing you tell us, even though I'm also so mad and hate every second of it. Well, there is an element of him that is very visual, especially because he does yeah. not speak and so you're you're going to want to get a look at him, I think. I just want to know, like, the style of movie making. And I want to know this, like, yeah, because I, I don't think I've ever seen a trailer for these at all. I've heard people talk about them and people have messaged us about them being like, they're so fucked up. Yeah, I know. OK, a them. lot of people said Terrifier 2 is so much better than Terrifier 1. So much better than Terrifier 1. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just an hour longer. There's just more of it. <laughs> Is this like, okay, so when people said you got to do, you got to do Terrifier, is it, is it in the same way they're like, you got to do Human Centipede? It's because it's because it's terrible. Or do people like it? Because I just need to know if I'm about to make some people really mad with my thoughts about this movie. I think people know that it's not good. I, I, I would think that. I just, I know that this happens in the genre in general this is definitely a larger conversation but the way this movie portrays women is i can not believe how many people had to read the script and go yeah 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 this works let's do it 
Yeah, no, but it's not like it's portraying. I mean, if men are supposed to be the terrifier guy, like they're not coming across great either. <laughs> that's true. I mean, no, look, that's true. But like the first movie did get a ton of criticism for being super misogynistic. And I think he heard that note a bit in the second one. Not a lot. OK, not a lot. It just it's, it's not just about them being like, um, you know, naked and tortured right. and cut crotch to heart. It's like women a woman saying immediately to a massacre victim like oh she's so ugly and then right, that one right. like she called me ugly i'm gonna maul her yeah. and yeah. then girls being so fucking stupid about a it's like it's just it's it's it portrays women as being dumb catty image obsessed empty fucking headed mm-hmm. <laughs> like screaming towards a locked door when you're it's like and it, the, what makes me mad about movies like this is it's like it, that's not the it's not a, it's not the statement he's making. That's just pen to page how women come out, and it's like know, it's just how women are I in know. this brain and yes. many others, and it's so fucking crazy. Yeah, I think there is this brand of horror where there's n- almost no thought going into any of that. Like I don't think he's yeah thinking critically about anything it's just i yeah want to have blood and guts on the screen and i'm not going to consider in what ways that might be harmful or in what context that could be fun to watch or could be really not okay (laughs) i think he's just he's just he's just doing doing whatever comes into his head yeah would be my guess yeah, that's why we got to drown out the horror bros. We have to drown them out. Yeah, we got to drown out the horror bros. Mm. One voice at a time. But I guess we're still only halfway up the mountain. So yeah, after watching that one, I was like, well, I better watch number two because there's no fucking way we're going <laughs> to be able to um, come back to this franchise at a later date. So Terrifier 2 came out this year. Oh, excuse me. Last year, 2022. Oh, whoa, I didn't realize. When did the first one come out? 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. It is starring Lauren Lavera, Elliot Fullman, and again, David Howard Thornton. It is available if you get a free trial of Screenbox on Amazon. Whoa. 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. 59 on Metacritic, thank God. And a standard 6.2 on IMDb. Yeah, that tells us nothing, you know. Budget two hundred and fifty thousand. It made twelve point nine million. Whoa. So this one was kind of a surprise hit. It stayed in theaters longer than they planned for it to because it did so well over October of, of twenty twenty two. And again, people were really saying, "Wow, it's so much better than the first one." So I went into it expecting a much better film, and there are parts of it that are better, but. Nothing that excuses a two hour and 20 minute runtime in my mind. So So for that reason alone, I preferred the first one just because it was over faster. (laughs) Right. When we did Human Centipede, a lot of people DM'd and they were like, you have to see Terrifier 2. It's even worse. But I wonder if that's just recency bias because it just had just come out. And so people, it's top of mind for people. Yeah. You know, maybe. All right. Big, big breath. Because this one's going to take a little longer. So we're probably going to be at almost a two hour episode here. Sorry, guys. But we're going to get it done. We can do it. We can do it. We can do Um, it. uh, For trivia for this one, I just 
have to tell you this. It's, it's haunted me. And I just want you to think about this as we're going through this interview or through this recap, which is that Damien Leone stated on Instagram that Sienna, who is the main character of this film, is a character that he has been trying to get from page to screen for more than a decade. She's, oh no. he says, she is my favorite character I've ever written. And seeing Lauren Lavera breathe life into her has been an absolute dream come true that I will cherish always. Cannot wait for all of you Terrifier fans to see her in action. I promise you won't be disappointed. He adds that Lavera was born to play Sienna. Nothing against Lauren Lavera. She did a fine job. This character is, there's no, absolutely no substance to this character. Oh my God. <laughs> I just don't know what he's talking about when he says that. Like, I just don't know what he means. <gasps> Okay. Okay. Her personality okay. is like hot cosplay girl. I was gonna say, is she like just a fucking hot cool girl? Hot cosplay girl. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what he's really trying to say is I have wanted to, wanted to fuck write a woman I want to fuck yep. into mm-hmm. a movie so mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I did and it. And then I did it. <laughs> and then I did it. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, I wrote the perfect girl. She's absolutely empty, skulled, and hot. (laughs) Okay, should we watch this trailer? (sighs) Yes. So, did you figure out what you're dressing up as tomorrow? He wants to dress up as a real guy who murdered nine people last year. Oh, you're not doing that. That's just a costume. You think that guy's still out there? What's up with you and this clown all of a sudden? You're like obsessed. They never found his body. What if he decides to come back here? I wouldn't worry about it. Wait a minute, aren't you that guy from the costume shop? Sir, what are you doing? It wasn't me. He was covered in blood on his shirt and his hands when he got here. I'm telling you it was him, Allie. Right down to the little black dot on the tip of his nose. You're really weird, you know that? <laughs> I believe him. About what? Something really bad's gonna happen tonight. No, I, I know when Jonathan's lying, okay? I, I could hear it in his voice. Something's, something's wrong. Look, we're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. Stress-free environment. Yep. Speaking of surprises, kids, we have a very special guest with us today. All the way from Miles County. Please welcome Art the Clown. That I'm spending my Sunday this way. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I absolutely hated that. It looks so bad. It looks really bad. I'm sorry to everyone who like loves it. it. Looks nasty. I just don't understand how anyone okayed this having a two hour and twenty minute runtime. This ridiculous. It's absolutely it's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. His little black dot okay, on his nose. Okay, that line made me laugh so much. It was him. I right down to the black dot on the tip of his nose. Like what? This dialogue like, in yeah, this movie. Wanted... <laughs> I this 
I'm kind of astonished, though, I will say, of a $250,000 budget. Um, that's pretty low budget for what it looks like. Yeah, it looked pretty good, um, I guess. It looks okay. There's like a couple moments where he is effectively copying other movies and having fun God, 80s yes. synthy vibes, drag little him. montages. <laughs> yeah, there's some moments where he's effectively copying better filmmakers. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, the one thing I'll give him credit for is his gore is very good. The gore looks great. Oh. Really great. As soon as I saw her fucking Halloween costume, I was like, oh, yeah. No. She's like a hot girl who does Dungeons and Dragons. Is that like the deal basically with her? It's not even fully laid out in such a plain way. I think it's literally her personality is that costume. <laughs> and she's an older sister, right? That's her younger brother. She's an older sister. It, she's fine. I mean, the actress does what she can with it. And there are some fun moments like, you know, I love a third act. We've snapped and all bets are off and I'm mm-hmm. going to fight back as hard as I can mm-hmm. and we do get that and I do enjoy that and Great. she does um, a good job in that but I, there's nothing to this character there's no I guess I just no um, had assumed there would be some kind of like twist there it kind of is like there's gonna be a twist. he's trying to be kind of Lynchian in it in a way that also okay. doesn't work <laughs> okay but we better get into it because there's yeah we better get into it 20 minutes of this movie to talk oh, about Jesus fucking Christ okay let's go Oh, no, I don't have nearly enough scotch. I need, like, literally the whole bottle. I'm going to tell Tim to bring me the whole bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we start with Art the Clown killing a man in a doctor's office or something like that. I didn't really quite know where we were, but he is still missing an eye because Victoria in the previous film got one of his eyes out. And as he's killing this man, he rips one of his eyes out of his head and then puts puts it in his own own head. And it is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) And he models it for him and he's like, ooh, like, look at me. Like, your eye looks so good in my head. (laughs) And it looks really crazy. Your body would, like, reject that, right? Oh, 100%, right? But maybe he's a supernatural clown being. Maybe he's supernatural. That's right. We're viewing into that territory. One might ask, why am I going into this? <laughs> um, so perhaps let's move on. Okay. So then after killing this man um, very brutally and bloodily, and I feel like I'm going to... I think the thing that I will make listeners the most angry about is how I don't describe these kills in good enough detail because there's a lot of them. I'll remember the main ones, but that's good. I'm kind of going to gloss over these more minor kills, but just know that they're all pretty gross. (laughs) All right. I see that. So then Art goes to a laundromat and takes off all his clothes and puts them in the washer because he's drenched in blood. Mm -hmm. And at the laundromat, he sees a little girl who is seemingly dressed and acting exactly like him. A little mini art girl. Mm -hmm. Creepy little girl clown. We're wondering, is this a figment of his imagination? Is this a real girl? Then we see another customer in the laundromat who was previously napping wake up and look 
at art and he's playing patty cake just with the air. So you see it is in his head for now. Interesting. Okay. At some point in here, he's reading the newspaper and there's a newspaper headline that says head on crash kills family of four. And he is silently laughing and laughing and laughing. And that also did kind of make me laugh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to take the moments. Yeah, you got to take the wins where you can. Enjoy where you can. And so then we meet our protagonist, Sienna the greatest character ever put to paper. (laughs) She is making her Halloween costume, which as we saw in the trailer is some sort of Dungeons and Dragons-y looking thing. There's a fun-ish montage of her putting together this costume with again, that 80 synth music. The lighting is kind of cool and purpley. Gives you a little bit of, I don't know, it follows-y type vibes, but again, worse. (laughs) Worse. <laughs> and after she's finished whatever part of the project she's working on, she goes downstairs to have dinner with her mom and brother. Her dad has died recently. We don't know how. Um, with It seems like within the past year. And uh, the brother, his name is Jonathan. He's younger. He's 12. And she's in high school, by the way. And he is saying that he wants to dress as Art the Clown for Halloween. And they have a conversation here that was somewhat interesting where Sienna says, you can't do that. That's disgusting and disrespectful. You don't see people dressing up like Jeffrey Dahmer, which I thought was interesting because now we do. You do. And I just thought it was an interesting conversation to throw into this movie that's like very much contributing to this culture mm-hmm. of creating these costumes for people to dress up. At. I don't know. I was like, I guess yeah. this is interesting that this is in here. I don't know. It feels like it's trying to be self-aware without getting it. Without like, yes, like, doing like the scream it. thing. Yes, exactly. And a Worse. lot of this movie feels <laughs> like that. It's like he's he's nearing concepts that are interesting. <laughs> well, he's Just like, not I know this is a concept there. that's interesting, so I'm going to do it. But mm-hmm. I'm not actually going to, like, investigate it or be think it think it through, actually, to its logical endpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to l- listeners who love this film. We are not going to be reviewing it positively. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. That, that ship has sailed, and I am sorry for that. I'm sorry, and I think in general you can just kind of across the board guarantee it like tor- any torture porn adjacent e movies we're probably not gonna Love. praise super highly yeah i think that's probably fair to say yeah so yeah i think i think that's fair you know i was thinking maybe i'll i would try to um turn turn my own ship around and um play devil's advocate here and decide that i was a huge terrifier fan <laughs> just to try to like mix <laughs> things up sure the only thing i've liked so far is this tiny hat and I haven't heard anything more about that. So if you yeah. could um, tell us yeah. more about the hat. The tiny hat is on the whole time. There is a, there is a part in uh, Terrifier 1 where the drunk girl tries to try his hat on and it slaps him in the face. And that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> that's as much, fun. Yeah, as much hat content as possible. <laughs> if you could throw it in there, that would be um, great. Okay. Even There's if just every now and again you can say and he's still wearing his hat, you know. Okay. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just tiny. as you're describing things. Yeah, I would just like to know. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. 
Yes, uh, Jonathan, her little brother, is... He's already got his art costume, so it's too late. He's going to be him. How did this nine-year-old procure a costume for himself without anybody else knowing? He's 12, but still. Oh. He bought it on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... So she kind of reluctantly helps him glue. Oh, the hat back together. The snap <gasps> on his little mini hat broke the strap. <laughs> and so she super glues it back together. That's Amazing. cute. That's cute. And he's admiring her costume. And he sees a sword on her dresser and says, is that part of your costume? And she says, no, that was dad's. <laughs> Which just seems like a crazy thing for him to not know. Um... <laughs> And she says, careful, the blade is razor sharp. So we're getting some some Chekhov's knife here. This is or like a sword, Chekhov's (laughs) sword. And there's a moment where she's talking to her mom, being like, Jonathan's too obsessed with Art the Clown. Like, are you scared of him? That he's maybe a psychopath? Like something (laughs) could be really wrong with him, which is very contradictory to everything we see of the kid. The kid seems very sweet and just like Mm. pretty normal. And mm. I guess there is a little moment where the sister asks him if she thinks, if he thinks dressing like Art the Clown will protect him from Art the Clown. Mm, that we makes find sense. out this is exactly one year after the last murders. And so, yeah. Same town? It's, it's Halloween again, same town. And. Was their dad the exterminator? Or is that ooh, too close? You together? know, I Drawing wish. connections. I wish it was something so clear and simple. Okay, well, keep going. (laughs) So she, that night, falls asleep and has a nightmare of, it's like a cereal commercial with Art the Clown, and but this cereal has razor blades and and cockroaches in it, and it's all these kids eating spoonfuls of bugs and and blades. And people start... Um, getting set on fire and it's all just disturbing imagery and uh, there's one woman playing a guitar that sets on fire and as Art the Clown within the dream is spraying he's doing the flamethrower and she wakes up in fear and her wings that she was making for her costume are on fire in the Mm. room and it's a pretty bad fire there are candles below the wings mm. uh but the house is very quickly like almost going to burn down the f- flames are now to the ceiling and the mom runs in and is able to get a fire extinguisher and put out the fire but it's pretty it's a scary moment and she says i can't believe you would leave your candles lit that's so like why would you do that she says i didn't i swear to god i didn't never get any answer on how any of this is possible (laughs) this is just like the first vaguely supernatural thing that happens okay sure sure don't expect answers about it okay i won't so we see now art and the little girl clown building weapons in whatever weird workshop they have i don't know where their home base is but somewhere and they are watching victoria's interview on the tv and one of the weapons art is building is a chair leg 
broken off chair leg with nails and knife blades in the end at the end of it. So it's kind of this mm-hmm. like spiky mallet type thing. That'll come back later. So just remember it. Uh, we okay. see Jonathan going to school the next day and his friends are playing with a dead possum and he gets in trouble for it, even though he had nothing to do with it. And, uh, in the school halls later, he's walking down a hall and he sees art and the little girl. Okay. So she is real playing like hot potato with the dead possum. And then they see him and throw it at him. So he gets caught holding the dead possum again now inside <laughs> and gets sent home. That's honestly pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in trouble for playing with the dead possum and then he's holding the dead possum again. Can you imagine as it's people that's that going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, kid? Stop with this dead possum. What the fuck? Yeah, and his mom is furious, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, it was the clowns. They obviously don't believe him. It is pretty crazy that these two clowns were able to get into a a full school filled with presumably hundreds of people with only Jonathan seeing them again. Is this a supernatural thing? I don't know. Uh, but that is Jonathan's first interaction with Art. And now he's very scared. And at, at school that same day, we see uh, Sienna and her two best friends who are Brooke and Allie. Don't, uh, not much to report about them. <laughs> the first thing uh, Allie says to uh, Sienna just stuck with me. Or no, excuse me. Allie walks up eating chocolate and Sienna says to her, a little early for chocolate, no? Which is like, what? <laughs> I don't know why that He's line really nailing, threw me. He's nailing the everyday conversations <laughs> that we're having as women. Oh, my God. Uh, So then they are talking about. Okay, this is I'm just now piecing together that the final scene of Terrifier one must be a year later, like after a year long of surgeries. And that's what she's saying, because it would have been pretty quick for her to do an interview, like immediately after having Mm -hmm. your face. Yep. Completely disfigured. Yeah. Yeah. So so they are just now talking about that reporter got her face mauled because it just happened and they're saying how crazy that is and now sienna's feeling unsettled and after school they have to go to the costume store the halloween store to get replacement wings because her wings caught on fire they go into the store and uh art the clown comes in and throughout and all these sightings of of him everyone is like well there's going to be like a bunch of losers dressed up as him tonight. And so they never really take him seriously, even though literally nobody else is ever dressed as him. <laughs> That's uh, very it's funny. always him. It's always him. Uh, God damn it. Okay. But they uh, never <laughs> seem to take it seriously. Sienna does, but uh, nobody else does. So he's in the Halloween store with them and he comes into the room where 
Sienna is trying on the wings and just stands there and stares at her smiling. She is immediately terrified and he's blocking the only exit of the room. And so she very slowly has to just walk past him to get out of the room. And he just remains statue still, but his eyes following her as she walks past her. It's pretty scary scene. And she rushes to the counter to check out. And as he's ringing her up, she's obviously really um, scared. And he tells her what her total is. And she goes, fuck, I think I left my purse. And as she says that, the purse slams down on the counter next to her. Art has brought it up for her. And then he after setting it down, goes uh, behind her and there's a little sunglasses rack and he's trying on all these silly sunglasses, <laughs> like uh, ones with uh, hard eyes and ones with the little boingy eyes. <laughs> and he's just making silly faces. He finds a little clown horn and he's playing with that. The cashier is getting annoyed, like, hey, man, can you stop fucking around with that shit? I thought it was all pretty funny. I liked I liked some of this stuff. Okay. And... She pays for her stuff and she's able to leave. She she gets out of there. Art stays in the store and flips the sign from open to closed and goes back to the cashier. And he says he wants to mimes that he wants to buy the horn, the clown horn. And mm-hmm. he says that'll be, you know, uh, $4.99 or whatever it is. And Art goes into his big plastic Santa bag. Santa bag. It's just trash bag santa bag he's still wearing the hat <laughs> <laughs> thank you okay. that brought me back that brought me back <laughs> thank you so much and he's pulling things out of the bag at first it's just like garbage empty beer bottles and then it starts becoming chains and then mm-hmm. it's a hammer and then it's a, a heavy duty trash bag i know we got to know what brand this is is this hefty <laughs> Oh, also someone, one of the Letterboxd reviews that really made me laugh was after he washes his clothes that were completely soaked in blood, they're like back to such crisp white. So they were asking what detergent he uses. Mm. So he uses some mm. good, some fine quality products. Yeah. He's not skimping. <laughs> yeah. You make good money as a clown. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you could take everybody's money that you murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, so now the cashier is saying, okay, I'm going to call the police. This is your uh, a very scary, Threatening. very yeah. scary man. And Art picks up one of the beer bottles, smashes it over the cashier's head, and then takes the smashed end and jabs it into his eye. Ugh, he loves the eyes. Oh, is he like yeah. trying on different eyes? Or that's just, now he knows how much it sucks to get your eye. You know what? And in this scene, his eye is just back. His, he has, he has normal eyes for the whole rest of the movie. Why? (laughs) Why? Whoa. Well, it succeeded. Also, it's going to be way too much work to have a fake eye the whole time. I guess. But no, he doesn't take this guy's eye. He just stabs him in the eye and then um, uses his saw to decapitate him and then mm. stands in the Halloween store display window with the head in his hands covered in blood as like children walk by being like, ooh, look how scary that guy looks. And they're all laughing and he's going, hee 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 hee, holding the head and uh, 
all the kids are just absolutely delighted by it. Uh, so Sienna tells Allie, Art the Clown was in the store with them. Allie is not believing her, saying, you know, there's going to be tons of people dressed like that tonight. You're freaking out. You're also probably still a little stressed from your dad dying, so you need to calm down. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but that's her vibe. Okay. Yeah, her friends just don't really take her seriously and kind of ask. I think she does ask, have you had a medication change recently? Thinking, oh, okay. implying you're hallucinating just, or like you're just oh crazy. Oh my God. You're just crazy, girl. And you're eating chocolate way too early in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have a tummy ache from all the early chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sienna goes home and her and Jonathan or Jonathan shows her that he has one of their dad's sketchbooks that they'd been looking for forever that why didn't she tell why didn't he tell her he had and he shows her it's because there's all these drawings of basically every kill we've seen so far of arts it has like the exterminator's death drawn in detail and Victoria's oh. death and it also has Ooh. all these articles pasted in it of each of the deaths when they were in the newspaper or whatever and they don't know really what to make of it how what why was dad That's drawing these things guess what oh, you guys no is the dad terrifier we're never gonna get an answer we're not gonna get an answer what? about that what isn't that crazy <laughs> what isn't that insane <laughs> it just never <laughs> amounts to anything. I think it's it's this is the like Lynchian thing he's trying to do where he's trying to do things that don't make sense in a way that he, he I think he thinks is being abstract and artsy. <laughs> okay. But it's just it's not working for me. It's not working for me. Okay, so <sighs> now we go to Allie's house. Allie is getting ready for there's a Halloween party tonight that they're all going to. Allie and um, uh, Brooke and Sienna, they're all going to meet there. So we see Allie is first handing out some candy before she gets ready. And there's a knock on the door. And who's there but Art the Clown? She is laughing. You're too old to trick or treat. It's just like. <laughs> If I think any time if I opened the door and there was a grown man dressed as a clown smiling, even on Halloween, like, no, I I'm closing that joke. I'm closing yeah. that door. And how about if that was a, a specific clown who had killed people in your, <laughs> your town one year ago? Has just told you that she Best saw. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. This is a grown man who is dressing up as a local serial killer. That's your best case scenario. Mm -hmm. So, no, thank you. And she is laughing like it's a funny joke, <sighs> like, oh. and he's shaking his little trash bag for he's trick or treating. Oh he wants the candy. And she's like, I'm not going to give you candy. You're too old to be trick or treating. She closes the door in his face. He knocks again and he shakes his bag more like, give me candy. And she says, if I give you candy, will you go away? And he nods and she throws some candy in the bag and sees all the knives and and saws in it. And they look down at <sighs> it and look back up at each other like, uh oh, we, you just saw what is in my bag and she closes the door in his face and locks it and watches through the window as he walks away and mm -hmm. says big old fuf all right everything's gonna be fine oh god oh this god. is daytime all of this so there's that at least 
that false sense of security <laughs> there. I'm scared during the day constantly. I know, I know. Call the police. Call the police. Not that they'll do anything, but you got to protect yourself. Leave. Run away. She doesn't even check to see if the other doors in the house are locked or closed. She just goes upstairs and keeps getting ready. She's like, okay, it's Halloween. She doesn't even call the police? No. (laughs) She's like, he's going to go use those weapons on someone else, not me. (laughs) It's their responsibility to call the police. She tries to call Sienna, but Sienna doesn't answer. So her mission ends there. Great. And so now we see her getting ready a little while later. It's getting dark. And she hears glass smash downstairs And she's, of course, in her bra and underwear, but she goes and checks it out regardless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she goes down and the uh, sliding glass door is completely shattered. (coughs) And I'm sorry, are they meant to be in high school? I think so. Cool. Disgusting. Okay, keep going. Mm -hmm. And she sees Art the Clown pouring himself a glass of water (coughs) at the sink. And chugging it, and she just stands there, I suppose, oh, frozen in, f- in fear, watching him for a good, perhaps full minute, without attempting <laughs> to tiptoe away, until he turns and sees her. And then she makes a run for it, screaming, oh, screaming, screaming, runs upstairs into her bedroom. <laughs> She'll be safe in there. <laughs> oh my god, Oh no, my god, it's so no. stupid. Um, he gets into her bedroom. He pulls out one of his knives. He has a, it's like a scalpel and he slices down her eye, cuts her eye open. Her eye like explodes, (laughs) bursts, (laughs) bursts, I guess would be the term, you know, the goo comes out of the eye. Mm, (laughs) Ew. mm -hmm, Sure, sure. (laughs) And... Uh, he then grabs her hair and takes the scalpel and starts scalping her. <gasps> no. Rips her oh. hair off again. We know he likes He's to. He's going to go to Hall- the Halloween party and everyone's going to think that it's her. <laughs> their friend. Hey, hey Allie. Allie. Great costume. Allie. God, I could tell it was you by your hair. <laughs> and um, he then... Uh, throws her onto the bed, gets on top of her, and is slicing her, slicing her, slicing her with the scalpel. A bunch of like tiny cuts. Well, they're you no, know, not tiny, but uh, smallish cuts cool. all over. Uh, like probably twenty or thirty of them. Oh. And then he grabs one of her arms and oh punches it the wrong way, so breaks it, Ooh. so the bones pop out. Um, the other side of it at the elbow and then rips and twists the forearm enough so that he is able to just okay. pull off her forearm. Oh, okay. Great. Great. Uh, throws Great. that to the side and I think then like cuts her back open too. just cuts her more, but she's like obviously dying <laughs> okay. And so he he leaves her. <laughs> I was so. Okay, yeah, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. He go and he goes downstairs and she starts crawling for her cell phone, which is on the other side of the room. Uh, we see her. And this is she's got an exploded eye, no scalp. Yep. Arm gone. Um, yep. Arms, one no one armed crawling for her phone. Jesus Christ. Okay. <sighs> and then Art comes <sighs> back. And he has Oh God. Uh, no, how, has, how is it going to get worse? He has a jug of bleach and a, ju- and a container of salt. 
no and he pours the bleach all over her and then he takes handfuls of salt and just starts rubbing it into all of her cuts oh Oh my god God. it was so bad and it's you would just be you would pass out from the pain immediately she would have been absolutely and yeah i think in a lot of these kills the people are alive for way too long you would i think die at the very least they're conscious for way too long you would not you would not be conscious anymore (gasps) oh i hate this um i hate this how much more of this mountain do we have oh no and then he what Uh uh-oh and then he what? <laughs> I think. I mean, we're about halfway. Uh, I'll okay, try to go but faster. Then he, then he what? Uh, he he, he what, rips though? her face off. He rips her face off. He sticks his little oh. fingers under her skin and rips her face off. What um, the fuck? And then we cut to Sienna getting in an Uber to go to the party, mm-hmm. and. We see her costume is finished and yes, Dungeons and Dragons vibe. Very revealing, her mother says. It was giving me like Xena the warrior princess with wings. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what it looked like. And also like Zelda. Also cropped. Completely cropped. (laughs) Completely cropped. Completely cropped. It's the look that is completely cropped. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I'm not doing okay over here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm like literally losing my mind. Like, what the fuck is wrong with human beings? We're like sick, nasty, demented. (laughs) I'm so upset. The salt thing was very interesting to me because I can, I can watch all of the gore very easily. Like actually while extreme violence is happening in horror movies is actually when I feel the most relaxed because it's the buildup to those moments that is more stressful for me. So I'm like, okay, this is it. This is like as bad as it's going to get. So I can I know what's like going to happen. I know what I'm getting right now and I don't have to feel stressed anymore. But when he came up with that salt, I was so upset. No. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. I guess because why do I why do I like gore? Maybe and it's because it's just, like torture. Yeah, it's I guess like, it's the torture well, aspect. And of it. I feel it's the like you aspect. have we have a frame of reference for like salt in a cut. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like like someone's arm getting pulled you off. It's like I can't even like. conceive of that. But you, even if you have a tiny little cut and there gets like salt or lemon in it, you're like ee! so. I feel like you you like can viscerally Ooh. understand so that's bad. That's that more acutely. You don't, you don't see it in a lot of movies. You don't see that. It's the not salt. something you see all the time. No, you don't see that a lot. So that's surprising too. It's an effectively upsetting moment. I'll give him that. Uh-huh. So Ugh. then. Uh, we see she's out in her cropped outfit. <laughs> it's fully cropped. Yes. And then we cut to Allie's mom getting home. Oh, no. And calling up to Allie and seeing that the sliding door is smashed, then getting panicked, running up to Allie's room, opening the Uh-oh. door oh, to a very bad like situation. You are not going to like what you see. No. Art and Allie are on the bed. He is sitting next to her just peeling her skin off she is almost a complete pile of goo uh, she is missing most of her skin some of her limbs ew, are ew, peeled ew, down ew, to ew, the ew, bone ew, she's ew, just ew, like ew. ripping her skin ew, off ew. Ew. laughing laughing he's still wearing his hat <laughs> thank you okay <laughs> <laughs> and it really makes it better <laughs> thank go 
God. He he looks at her mom and is laughing, and then Allie moans no. like she's still alive, no. which just is not no. possible. No. Uh, mom screams and cut away. Now back to the party. Sienna is arrived, worried about Allie, but. Brooke is saying, don't worry, she'll be here. It's all going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Back to um, Allie's house. Some trick-or-treaters arrive at the door and Art the Clown answers with candy in the mom's hollowed out skull. Oh, my God. He's fast. And so they uh, take their blood covered candy and one tries to take one of the kids tries to take two pieces. Art slaps his hand and sa- and holds up one finger. You only get one. Thought that was pretty Ugh. funny. <laughs> Damien has a really good sense of humor. You got to give him that. Uh, you know what? I think I got to give this to David Howard Thornton because apparently he was mm-hmm. a big part in writing the art character. Okay, thank God because well, I'm not. Well, I don't want to give it to Damien. <laughs> uh, now we see that Sienna is getting a little drunk at the party and so she's less stressed uh alcohol solves everything it's a really good way to relax and feel good and there's no downsides to it <laughs> no especially i haven't heard of if them if you're in real um actual danger, danger. yeah <laughs> yeah we see that sienna's mom is at home and she gets in a fight with Jonathan. I can't remember why. I guess he's still in trouble over the dead possum thing. So she's chugging some wine and their fight escalates to the point that Jonathan storms out of the house. I don't know why. But uh, as he does, she go. she hears something in the garage and... She goes to check it out. Her car is covered in shaving cream. It says bitch on the windshield. She calls Sienna so mad. You won't believe what Jonathan did. He trashed trashed my car. There's shaving cream and toilet paper all over it. Sienna's so drunk at some point in, in this party that she looks like she's about to make out with a plastic skeleton she's looking at this plastic skeleton like he's so sexy and i'm like okay is she drunk or is she on drugs and we do find out thankfully that she her friend brooke did spike her drink with some molly so this is at least not mm. <laughs> an interpretation oh, this is a very bad friend yes and jonathan is now running down the street i don't know if he's trying to find sienna to because he's feeling scared I can't remember, but he sees a van parked on the street that uh, we have seen before associated with art. And he goes to look at it and sees the little clown girl on the seat and her eyes are glowing yellow. (laughs) So, again, I don't know where the line between reality and um, supernatural is here. But uh, the mom, Sienna's mom, calls her. She's already yeah, they're, they're talking Brooke is trying to get Sienna off the phone. You can't talk to your mom while you're rolling. This is ecstasy 101. You can't do that. And <laughs> she's saying like, mom, mom, Jonathan wouldn't do that. He would never do that. And mom, I don't tell you enough how much I love you. And we kind of believe Jonathan wouldn't do that. We're suspecting right. yeah. somebody else did mm-hmm. Someone this. in a little hat might have Someone done it. Someone in a small little top hat might have had something mm-hmm. to do with it. 
Mm-hmm. And she takes a bucket and a sponge and is cleaning off the car. And as she wipes the shaving cream off that driver's side window, yep. Art is inside, points a double-barreled sawed-off shotgun at her head and blows her head clean off. Okay. Well, at least she Honestly, got an easy death yeah, compared she to got others. Pretty lucky. Yeah. And Jonathan is now running back home because he's scared of the little clown girl and he runs into his mom his mom's corpse disfigured corpse seated at the dining table with all the candles lit and the table set art comes out in an apron with uh, a dish of mashed potatoes and starts ringing the ringing the dinner bell oh my <laughs> he's God. theatrical he likes to put on a little show yeah. And he gestures to Jonathan, come on, come sit down, it's dinner time. And he sets the mashed potatoes down on the table and he takes a handful of mashed potatoes and shoves it into the hole, Top of the mom. hole where the mom's head was <laughs> oh as if God. he's feeding her. Ew. Jonathan runs upstairs and he runs to get the sword and he almost gets there, but not quite. Art gets him first and injects him in the neck, and uh, he's unconscious. Where is he getting this? Stuff? Well, I think it was he like killed that doctor in the beginning. The beginning is in like a medical oh. office, so he did get sure, some okay. supplies there. And now uh, Sienna has seen little clown girl in the at the party and was screaming. And so Brooke and her boyfriend are taking Sienna home because they think she's freak, like freaking out having a bad trip. She gets a call from Jonathan that he's saying, meet me at the old carnival. And we see that it is the little clown girl speaking in Jonathan's voice somehow. Oh, God. Meet me at the old carnival. The old abandoned <laughs> carnival. That's what I was thinking. Like, does anywhere have an old an carnival? Old does, does anywhere just leave a carnival up that's not being used? <laughs> don't. You don't want to meet there in the middle of the night. That's for sure. Yeah. If so, let's avoid it. Let's not go on Halloween. Okay. Oh and I'm going to go through it fast, but I, I do want you guys to know that I paused at this point and there's 50, mo- 50 minutes left of the movie <gasps> at this point. Oh, that's the worst feeling in the world. No, no. So they are driving and decide to, she convinces Brooke and her boyfriend to take her to the old carnival. They say, didn't a little girl get murdered here a couple years ago? That sets Sienna's little alarms off, remembering that she saw that um, snippet in the dad's journal, that newspaper article. Mm. She gets out of the car. She's like, I got to go find Jonathan. So now just Brooke and her boyfriend are in the car. And Brooke says, she's been so weird since her dad died of her. Uh, he got a brain brain tumor that like made him really crazy and abusive. And he like didn't know Whoa. who he was anymore. And he would get really, really drunk. And at the end, he got really drunk and he drove into a transformer that exploded. And so he burned to death. Jesus. She's been really weird ever since that happened. She's been so weird yeah, ever like, since that. <laughs> she needs to calm down. So uh, Sienna is texting with Jonathan. Where are you? I can't find you. And he gets a text back that says, I'm stuck at the Terrifier, which is a funhouse type, a spooky funhouse at the carnival. 
Okay. And we see in the car, Brooke and her boyfriend are now doing coke. And we know they're not long for this world. This night is... Oh man, I would not want to be doing drugs and then get murdered. That sounds so awful. That sounds really bad. I know I was trying to think, does it make it better or worse? No, worse for sure. Yeah. So her boyfriend says he has to pee. He's going to, he's going to go pee around the back of the car. And as he does, Art arrives and he has the sword. He's taken that from Sienna's room and he uses that sword to cut off Art's dick and stab him a whole bunch of times where his what? dick was. <laughs> what? And then what? he punches through the, uh, as this happening, Brooke, is, Brooke sees it and is screaming and, sh- and getting in the driver's seat, getting trying to turn the car on to drive away. But Art gets there first, punches out the window. I'm thinking, please, God, don't put the dick in her mouth. He has dick in his hand. And what? thank God he did. He didn't. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh my God. But I really thought that's where we were going. Um, he must drop the dick at some point. Uh, and Brooke is able to get out of the other side of the car and runs into the carnival as well, screaming for Sienna. So now they're both running through different haunted houses, fun mm-hmm. house type things. So it's kind of it's kind of like the fun set designy things. Makes for a good climactic third act setting. And she eventually runs into a dead end. Sienna can hear her screaming, but they can't figure out where the each of the other one is. And Art gets to Brooke first and corners her and has that chair leg with all the little knives and Ooh, there it is. nails in it. And... Uh, he's wielding that threateningly, like waving it in her face. But we see behind his back, he has a jar of acid, uh, that he tricks her with, (laughs) tricks her. I don't know. He's still wearing that. Throws the acid, (laughs) (laughs) throws the acid in her face. Her face is bubbling up. Oh my oh. God. And then he goes at her with the chair leg and is like smashes her chest in and Ooh. so it's like completely broken in like her ribs are all crushed and what he the then fuck? reaches the in fuck? and like splits her ribs open and is combing through her insides and laughing what? having a good time and what? uh then Sienna comes in and sees this, finds this, and they have a fight, and Sienna's holding her own a little bit. She she finds a weapon somewhere along the way, and she gets some good hits in as well, better than anyone in Terrifier 1. She, like, gets... She gets a hit in with his own weapon with the nails and the knives in it in his Mm. skull. We're thinking that could be a kill shot. It's not. (laughs) But it could have been, and I don't blame her for thinking that it was. (laughs) And so... He eventually gets the upper hand. He goes after Jonathan, who is somewhere kind of half conscious in the carnival. And he's now cutting Jonathan with the scalpel. And uh, Sienna's also like in really bad shape and trying to um, get to them to save Jonathan. And then Art 
leaves to find something, maybe get another weapon of some sort. He doesn't look too stressed about anything ever. He's just kind of doing his own thing. And he's like, oh, I got I got to go. I'll be right back. And (laughs) Sienna finds Jonathan and holds him. And Jonathan says, this is how it had to be. I, I, I like get it now. Dad, this is what dad was writing about. They needed you here. You're the only one that can stop him. As if this is some sort of fate thing or he maybe her dad had foreseen this. Wait, what? What were the signs that? Okay. I I have no idea, Henry. I don't think there's any any (laughs) clarity in the movie about this. Maybe I'm wrong. I refuse to think about it any harder. Too hard. All right. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's fate. Yeah, he says it's what it's what daddy saw. You're the only one who can stop him. What? We don't know. Okay. Art gets there. He has this chain whip thing with scissors at the end of it, is whipping them both in slow motion with these scissors that get like caught under their skin and then rip out. Ew. Ew. It's bad. And but she ha- she has her little final girl turn moment here where she grabs the scissors from him as he's whipping her with them and she's able to get them away from him and then she whips him a bunch with it. This is as she gets that... Uh, uh, no, she pulls a, a like metal pole off a fence and impales him through the skull with it, like through his oh, face okay. vertically. Okay. Surely he's dead now. Nope, still alive. Still alive. His hat's still on, His probably. His hat's still on. Through the skull, but not through the That's hat. That's right. <laughs> and he's he's not dead. He's at some point strangling Sienna and she's losing consciousness. Jonathan finds his gun that he hides in his little ankle thing and shoots him a bunch in the chest. He's still not dead. And Sienna now wakes up in a kind of dreamlike state and sees her mom there. Her mom is saying, Sienna, baby, wake up. And she's crying in her mom's arms like, I don't know what to do, mom. I don't know how to beat him. And Jonathan says, Sienna, get away from her. That's not mom. And we turn and look and the mom is dressed as art. And then it's the little girl clown dressed as art. And she runs away and she's, um, uh, Jonathan, Art knocks Jonathan unconscious at some point. Oh, oh, Art runs away with Jonathan. So now Sienna is chasing them again to try to save Jonathan and gets to Art. Art pushes her down through these wooden planks that go to almost a dungeon floor. She falls on all these rocks and he spits on her. And this... Dungeon has this kind of very heaven and hell imagery. There's like red lights from the floor and white lights from above. And and he art jumps down and he has her sword and he stabs her through the belly with it and twists it a bunch of times (gasps) and knocks her down through this hole to a further lower level. That's just like red smoke now. And we're in fully like abstract territory now like nothing is making any sense at this point no one's having a good time no one is having a good time right now and (laughs) in the hole that she has fallen into it is she's in one of those water tanks that would be part of a, a magic 
act you know, if you're like mm. wearing handcuffs in a water tank and you have to undo your, mm-hmm. um, whatever, she's in one of those and she can't get out of it. And she dies drowning, it seems. And Jonathan wakes up now from being knocked unconscious by Art, wakes up to Art eating his hand. What? And he calls out for Sienna that wakes her back up in the tank and okay. the sword starts glowing yellow. What? And oh my her god, it's wound, like Harry Potter all of a sudden. Her <laughs> wound glows yellow and heals. And she is able to get out of the water. And we see Art is now eating Jonathan's legs. And What the fuck? But she's able to come back. She gets out. She gets her sword. She chops his neck and... He is like, this is looking like a kill shot, but we've seen a kill shot before. And he doesn't die. But he's looking mad now. He gives her like a really mad look. Mm. And he smiles Mm -hmm. really big one last time. And she chops his head clean off. Okay. Flies off. And uh, she goes to embrace Jonathan. They're crying. It's over. It's over. It's over. And then they hear something and we see the little girl clown walking to where Art is finding his decapitated head and holding it up to her ear like he's whispering something to her. And she's laughing and laughing and laughing. And then she looks at them. Her eyes glow yellow again. And then she walks away into into a little door and uh, they go, phew, OK, it's over. Like what? Where did that little girl go? What do you mean it's over? And then the credits roll. <laughs> but then there's a mid credit scene, which thank God I like left it playing. Not thank God. Who fucking cares? I wouldn't it would not have mattered if I had seen this scene or not. Um, but uh, we get a shot of the Miles County or whatever psychiatric facility. And we see inside is Victoria after having attacked the reporter. She's now in this facility Mm. and we see her have a full pregnant belly and she squats and just buckets of blood start pouring out from between her legs she's dipping her hands in the blood and writing on the wall she writes vicky plus art with a heart around it then gives birth to art's decapitated head and and that's that's the end (laughs) what the fuck god oh my god yeah. <laughs> They're definitely going to make a third one, huh? They're absolutely. This I is think a runaway so. success. I mean, it made, it made a, a good a good amount of money. So I bet they will. That was horrible. That was horrible. That was horrible. Yeah, the, the, the sun has that. slowly gone down in this room and I have no light. What a metaphor. On. What a metaphor. <laughs> and it's totally mimicking my heart. Yeah, we are the three of us drenched in darkness. Wow, Sammy. I am so sorry that you watched these last I night. I am Sammy. so sorry. Can you see how I could prefer the first one? <laughs> yes, actually. Fully. Even with a woman being cut in half hot dog style, I still crotched a heart. Still preferred it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. That was horrible. Okay, I have to go actually because I am on a tight, tight schedule. 
<laughs> that place to be, but folks. I literally, I literally love you guys so much. And I think next time we hang out, we should just chat. And there should be none of this like horror movie stuff that keeps seeing me to get <laughs> next in the time, way. Next time we hang out, meaning next time we record an episode of our horror movie podcast. <laughs> yeah. If we could avoid talking about a horror movie next time, I would love that. Interesting. <laughs> For me. Interesting. I bet won't do that. I bet we won't do that. Probably not. But it won't be this because we already did this and it's fucking done and we have a new enemy and I would love to... I don't like that the list is growing. Look, I don't want to have enemies, but... You've given us no choice. The horror bros have given us no choice. The horror bros have given us no choice. I was trying to think of like what... Because I do like gore and so I'm like, what context do I like gore? It's like making me question myself. Like, do I like gore because I don't like this? This movie's gaslighting you. Oh my God, he is. Motherfucker. I guess it's just because it's like she, the character, none of the story is surprising in any way. And also, or interesting no connections between any of it. Like the dad doesn't. Yes, make but any it's sense. also like not, not having a story. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like, it's I feel like some hor- like gore movies are like, yeah, that's all you're getting. That's the point. Which is what I. Re- I, re- I re- kind of respect about the first one it's like at least we're not trying to pretend to be anything else other than a movie that's literally just here to show you violence and gore like Mm -hmm. all right i get it and in this one this like magic narrative is really weird in this one it's bizarre is too long way too long damien it's way too long with a mid-credit scene another it's like not even done when the credits roll cut it down you gotta cut it down <sighs> well, we did it. We well, did bless it. you. Maybe next week we won't do a horror movie, except that we definitely, we definitely will. will. But it definitely won't be this. And hopefully, it'll be a more fun one. Um, not all movies. Not remember, Henley. Not all horror movies make us feel this way. I know. No, they really don't. Some of them, I come out and I feel alive uh, and mm. and fully fully at peace with myself. But now, now, right now, I just feel like a dark hole. Yeah. Um, and look at the room I'm in. I, I know you really slowly... are all of a sudden in the last like five minutes, you like fully sitting in darkness. <laughs> it's like completely dark where you are. I can almost not see you. Um, yeah. Okay. Listeners, tell us an antidote for what we have just experienced. Henley likes the Lizzo. What is it? It was Seth Meyers day drinking. Day drinking. It's so fun. Definitely watch that. If you guys haven't seen it, it's so fun. Yeah. It's a perfect antidote. Yeah. And let us know any others that oh, we may need. Any nice little pick-me-ups to save us from this being the taste left over in our mouths. Yuck. 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 Oh, my God. Sammy, good job, though. You did such a good job. Two movies. Thank you. Two whole goddamn movies. I tried and you... I mean, I think doing them two in one is the way to do it because it makes them both less detailed, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, love you guys. Love you guys. No voices. He doesn't talk. So let's just end it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailers, 
chill reactions, and more. And no matter what, we will see you right here next week for another episode. We love you so much. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>